Hey, story seekers, it's Nisha, and you are now listening to Nisha's Open Diary, where the stories are real and the tea is all about me. Welcome back for another episode. It is Valentine's Day, and this story time is a story of love that turns tragic. And in my opinion, it is the reason I believe my mother accepted my father's abuse. Before we really get started, I just want to say that this family secret right here shocked the hell out of me. So the reason I believe my mother allowed my father to beat her and treat her the way he did is due to the fact that a big family secret tore our family apart. And when I found this secret out, it rocked me to my core. But at the same time, it put a lot of things into perspective. I remember times asking family members about things and my mother too. And they kind of talked in circles or brushed my questions off because they didn't want to have to confront the issues that had happened. Like when my mother would tell me stories about her childhood, it was really odd to me how she never talked about my grandparents, but always spoke about being raised by her grandmother. And when her grandmother died, she was raised by her aunt. And as I got older, I would notice how weird things would get when I asked certain things. And the older I got, the more it became clear to me that something was definitely off. Things just weren't adding up. With the bits and pieces my mother, my aunt, and my uncles would tell me. So at one point, I had moved out of the house I was living in with my mother and stepfather. And I began living with my cousin and her kids. And one day, a bunch of family was over my cousin's house, chilling, just visiting or whatever. And I'm sitting in the living room on the couch. And at the time, I'm pregnant with my second son. I was about five months pregnant. And I'm rubbing my belly you know, just sitting back, relaxing or whatever. Um, And then I overhear them discussing my grandparents and talking about my grandmother's criminal record and something she had done back in, back in the day. And my Aunt Jay, my Uncle Kay, and my cousin D, who I live with, they was all in the kitchen talking about this. And I can't remember who else was in there. Um, So after I hear them talking, I get up and I go in the kitchen and I say, what did y'all just say? Because I wanted to be sure I heard them right. They all just stood there, hesitant to say another word. Then I said, no, don't do that. I heard y'all. And what was y'all saying? Don't do that to me. Don't leave me in the dark. I overheard what y'all was saying. So I kept pressing them and I kept pressing them to tell me. And then eventually they told me the truth. My grandmother had killed my grandfather. And I never thought that anybody or anything could sway the way I felt about my grandmother. But this secret changed me and made me feel some type of way about my family and definitely some type of way about my grandmother. Because now I wonder what else y'all had. Is my aunt really my mother? Is my cousin my sister? Like what? For real. And my mother had made it clear to everybody, swore them to secrecy that her kids was never to hear about this. She never wanted her kids to know nothing about this because she did not want us to feel no type of way about my grandmother towards my grandmother. None of that. And she was right to keep the secret because it really did change my view of my grandmother. 
I started looking at her a little differently. And my grandmother passed in 2015. And up until she passed, I was giving her side eye. And I was squinting at her like, girl, what's really going on? So, yeah. And so from what I do know, back in my grandparents' day, they were something else. And my grandparents had this friend group they hung out with. And they was always up in the church. And my grandfather, he could sing and he had women running after him, left and right. And from what I hear, my grandfather was on the verge of getting a record deal with the group he was with and breaking into the gospel realm of music. But in this friend group of theirs seemed that there was a lot of creeping around. This one messing with this one. This one messing with this one's man. This one messing with this one's woman. And my grandfather was apparently a hoe. And he was doing a lot of things he shouldn't have been doing. And my grandmother was one of several women he was messing around with because his other baby mother he was with before he got with my grandmother, my grandmother stole him from her. They were supposed to be friends in that friend group. And my grandfather had already had kids with the other lady or whatever when they was in whatever their relationship was. I'm not sure if they was married or that was just his BM, his girlfriend, whatever the case may be. So um, whenever my grandmother did whatever she did to steal him away and make him her man, it didn't change him and who he was. And my grandmother too wasn't as innocent because she stole him from her. And after she stole him, eventually my grandmother and my grandfather did get married. So my granddad was basically dropping D off everywhere. He belonged to the streets, for real. However, my grandmother had successfully gotten to be her man and they had gotten married and all that. But the marriage did not change his cheating ways at all. He was who he was, essentially. And he was slinging it to anyone willing to open them legs for him. And my grandmother was not having it. So over time, she is just like any other woman. Upset, crying, jealous, arguing, ready to fight the other women, mad because he isn't honoring their vows of marriage. So she is going through the motions of life as a wife and not happy in the marriage because he is cheating on her. So she, after a while, is tired of it. And every day for a while, she would be fixing his food and she would sprinkle a little bit of rat poison in his food just enough so that it wasn't easily detected in the taste of the food until he eventually fell ill so much so that he is throwing up having diarrhea he's throwing up blood and initially the doctors are thinking it was food poisoning but he was really like he was down bad in a real real bad way and so with further testing and investigation the doctors find out he had arsenic in his system that he had been poisoned over a period of time because he was basically on his deathbed. Like he had so much of this in his system that it didn't look good. And eventually he died and the damage was done. He was, it was just too late. And so then the police started their investigation. They got involved and upon their investigation, all the evidence pointed to one person and one person alone my grandmother. And so as they investigated, they come to find out that she did poison him. She put rat poison in his food. And so she was charged with premeditated murder. And she ended up admitting 
that she did poison him, but she, her, I don't know what her thought process was. She didn't want to kill him per se. She just really wanted to make him sick enough to stop cheating on her, I guess, or whatever. Like she was just upset about the situation. And because she was facing life in prison, she pled to, to temporary insanity. She, she, her defense was that she did that because she was insane at the time because it drove her crazy. The fact of what he was doing to her, cheating on her and stuff or whatever. And even though she was facing life in prison, she took the insanity route and she still pled not guilty by reason of insanity, citing that she wasn't thinking clearly because of the things she had endured in their marriage. And it made her insane at the, at the during the time period of her poisoning him. So she ended up getting a plea deal and she went to prison for eight years. And at the time when she went to prison, she was pregnant. And she ended up giving birth to two twins in prison. However, I guess because of all the stress and all the stuff she was going through, those twins were born stillborn. They did not make it because that would have given them eight kids because they already had six that she had left behind at the time she was sentenced to prison or whatever. And my mother is one of those six kids. And they are the ones who suffered the most due to her killing my granddad. And this is the reason why I feel that my mother put up with my father's abusing her. I think my mom felt like she deserved it because of what my grandma had done. It changed our family forever. It broke my mom. It broke my aunt. And it broke my uncles in an unexplainable way. Unspeakable way. This horrible tra tragedy affected our family in more ways than one. And even though it happened years ago, the family is still broken over it. And many of my family members have shunned my mother, my aunt, and my uncles and their kids because of it. I could have never, never imagined that because of my grandmother's doing, we would be disowned indefinitely. I have so many family members I don't even know that I have no relationship with. And who don't seem to want a relationship with me. All because of what my grandmother did. They are holding what she did against other family members who had nothing to do with it. I have an aunt who has never tried to have a relationship with me. I have an uncle who one time seen me walking down the street and stopped me to ask me if I was his sister's kid. Their kids have never tried to reach out, never tried to establish a relationship. So my attitude now is, so be it. But my grandmother killing him caused this rift that is obvi obviously irreparable. And so at this point in life, it is what it is. And I don't care anymore. And I just think that my mom feared being in a situation like my grandmother. So she just took the abuse. And I think she felt she was deserving of it. And maybe she had to pay for her mother's indiscretions. And maybe it was her punishment for my grandmother's crime of passion. Now that brings me to the end of this episode. However, I just have to say that we are definitely one of those black families where nothing gets addressed. Everything gets swept under the rug. Just let it fester, never talk about it, never get to the bottom of it, never come to nothing. Just never seek help, never seek therapy, and just the issues just go on unresolved. And I need y'all to jump on my YouTube. Hit me in my comments 
What do you feel about this story? Hit me, hit me on IG. Send me a message. How would you feel if you were me? Let's talk about it. If this was your situation, how would you go about dealing with it? All right, story seekers. Thank you again for listening. Follow me on all socials at Nisha's Open Diary and my website at nishasopendiary.podbean.com. Stream this podcast on all platforms and tune into my next episode where I will dive a little bit deeper into what happened after my grandma killed my grandfather. And I would really like to see you guys come on the website and give your perspective on this situation, give some comments, just I don't know. You can talk about something that you're going through with your family or something you've gone through with your family. Just, I need y'all to tap in and let me know how y'all feeling about this. Let me know what you think about this story. That is all for now. And until next time, I will meet you where the pen meets the diary.